Welcome back to Investigate Joe Rogan, the podcast where I fact check and investigate things said on the Joe Rogan experience. Today I'll be looking at episode 1682 with Jesse Single. This episode begins as many an episode of Jerry begins with them discussing how they don't like going on Twitter but continue to go on Twitter despite hating it and going insane because they are using it. They play a clip from the first Alex Jones episode for a while. That was my favorite part of this episode. Um, That's just a a little glimpse into a better episode. And then later they get into some more serious topics. The first thing I'll talk about is Rogan's claim that there was a jump in COVID due to the George Floyd protests over the summer. And while there was an increase in the amount of COVID cases in some areas after the protests, there was also a rollback of COVID restrictions around the same time. So it's kind of like running an experiment with two variables changed at the same time. How can you know which one is responsible? It's difficult to say which one actually did it, and there's really no way to separate the two factors. So that makes this a hard question to look at. Another thing to consider is that while obviously the protests caused a lot of people to interact in person, it also caused other people to interact in person less because there were curfews in some areas. And even without a curfew, some people might have avoided going outside because of the protests. There is a paper called Black Lives Matter Protests and Risk Avoidance that argues that all the people staying home to avoid the protests and the riots and stuff, actually canceled everything out and that COVID did not spread more than usual. These protests were also pretty much all outside, and COVID is just way less likely to spread outside. Fresh air and the wind dilutes the virus and it evaporates droplets, and ultraviolet light from the sun naturally kills the virus when it's in the open. Members of the Association for Aerosol Research have written that, quote, the transmission of SARS-CoV-2 viruses takes place indoors almost without exception. Transmission outdoors is extremely rare and never leads to cluster infections as can be observed indoors. So while I guess we can't know for sure, in my opinion, it just seems unlikely that the protests would have contributed to the spread of COVID much. I just can't see something that was almost entirely outside really doing anything. The other major topic I'll get into is the transgender suicide rate. Rogan initially says that it's 40%, which is a number you will often see on the internet, and Jesse says it's way lower than that, but they never really land on anything. The reality is that this statistic just doesn't exist. There is no known transgender suicide rate because being transgender simply isn't something that is recorded in official documents when you die. So there's no national data on this. There are, however, some small studies that you can at least get some information from. For instance, there's a paper called Trends in Suicide Death Risk in Transgender People, Results from the Amsterdam Cohort of Gender Dysphoria Study. That's the place that Jesse references in the episode a bunch of times, by the way. And of the 8,263 people in the study, 49 committed suicide. This would be a 0.6% suicide rate, which is way different than 40. 
but is also 66 times higher than the general Dutch population. There's another paper called Long-Term Follow-Up of Transsexual Persons Undergoing Sex Reassignment Surgery, Cohort Study in Sweden. This one was only dealing with 324 transgender people, and it concluded that they had a suicide rate which was 19 times higher than the average Swede. The 40% number that you often see is actually suicide attempts, not suicides. According to the 2015 U.S. Transgender Survey, which is the largest survey of this kind, 40% of transgender adults reported attempting suicide at some point in their life. 82% reported seriously considering suicide at some point. So I'm not trying to downplay suicide attempts, since that's obviously pretty serious in its own right. But this also isn't the same thing as a 40% suicide rate. When it comes to the suicide rate, nobody actually knows, but I think it's safe to say, based on the studies that do exist, that it's significantly higher than the general population. Later on, Rogan says that there's no point in trying to save endangered animals and that we should just let them all go extinct. On the surface, I can see where he's coming from. It might seem stupid to spend so much money keeping pandas alive when they themselves are so uninvested in their continuation that they can't even be bothered to have sex. We are also missing out on delicious panda meat by leaving them alive. Rogan points out that many species have gone extinct in the past and life has just carried on without them, like dodo birds. We don't exactly miss them all that much. But the problem with this sort of thinking is that species are currently going extinct at a much higher rate than in the past due to humans changing the environment so much. We are changing things at an unnatural pace, and there's no guarantee that nature will be able to keep up and adapt. One species dying off could trigger a chain reaction and negatively impact a whole ecosystem. Biodiversity also makes areas more resilient to change. So making sure that some random frog or whatever doesn't die off could help the entire area, even though it might seem like a silly idea and a waste of money. Towards the end, they talk about the sacred mushroom and the cross and all of that stuff again. I've already talked about all of that in my episode on Brian Muresco and Graham Hancock. And since he doesn't say anything new with Jesse... You can just go back and listen to that episode I did if you're interested. If you're even somewhat knowledgeable about this topic, you could probably tell that Jesse has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> he at one point says that the Old Testament of the Bible was written in Sumerian, and that the Dead Sea Scrolls are the only Aramaic version of the Bible. So obviously, um, his opinions on this aren't exactly like serious. Uh, he kind of just goes along with what Rogan is saying. Those are all my notes for this episode. Really, just a couple of fun topics here to discuss. Really lighthearted. You can email me if you have any comments. You can also follow me on Twitter. If, unlike most JRE guests, you are capable of accessing that website without losing your mind, um, you can rate this podcast on iTunes. I have a very low score because people who disagree with me <laughs> give me one star. If you agree with me, you could also give me one star. Um, just maybe you don't like my voice or something. 
Um, but be sure to tell all your friends about Investigate Joe Rogan, and I will see you next episode.